gonna spend the rest of my life with you. You're incredible. <laughs> you married. She was one of Bachelor in Paradise's most loved stars, but a dark side of Tara has been revealed by her former boyfriend, Sam. We dive into our latest reality TV exclusive that's got everyone talking. Speaking of reality TV, we're not quite done with Married at First Sight. And the block is back, so we tell you exactly what to expect from this season's hotbed of madness. I'm Christy Lau, the Lifestyle Director at Woman's Day, and this is Woman's Day Uncensored. Woman's Day Uncensored. To discuss it all, I've got the Editor-in-Chief of Woman's Day, Fiona Connolly. Welcome, Fee. Thank you very much, Kayle. No worries. Phil Kosh, our Editor-at-Large, is also here. Hello, Koshy. Hey, Christy. How are you? I'm good. So I can't get enough of the Sam and Tara story because I've long been um, a big fan of Bogan Tara. And I'm looking at the Bogan. That's very kind. That's a really she good way. She was self-confessed, though, Bogan. She was crushed. I loved her. Why is Bogan's always self-confessed? Yeah, true. Is it I just a nice it. way of us oh, putting it? Oh, there's a whole movement. Well, trust me, I live on the Central Coast, which yeah. is where, where Tara is from, or at least has spent time. Um, She's so endearing. I've people that are Bogan's that. are really proud of it. They don't feel that they need to be ashamed of it at no. all. And I'm not speaking from necessarily personal experience. <laughs> but there's some pretty shocking photos in the mag this week of um, her former partner, Sam, who looks like he's bitten and bruised. I'm actually going to bring in our associate editor, Laura Evans, here to kick off this convo. Laura, do you want to start with how we broke this story? Yeah, so for weeks we've been trying to get Tara to talk to us and... She was very reticent, which uh, obviously we know why now, because we've seen the photos of ta- uh, of Sam bruised, bitten and beaten up and seen the text messages. So, yeah. do, you, do, you th- do you think Sam contacted us because my, my reading of it was Tara was putting out her own version of, of events and painting herself quite nicely. Yeah. And he seemed like a little bit of an asshole, you know, a week ago. Yeah. Uh, and I think, is that the case, that he just got a little bit peeved with... Yeah, the definitely. Misinformation, if you like. Definitely. Apparently, they had an agreement that they wouldn't talk to any media. Um, he said that he was like devastated that everything had ended so badly. Obviously, proposed on the show, but then the fact that she had had a couple of little digs around um, his personality, and then she came out to the Daily Mail last week, basically just saying that he was desperately trying to um, get back together with her. That he'd been abusing her. That he was really emotionally abusive um he just thought that was the final straw right. but he was re- he was ready to go because he had all the i mean he had everything ready to go the photos the text messages not just from his phone but from all of his mates right he'd, he'd been yeah. screenshotting know, is that is that standard practice now if you're in a bad relationship you you save up texts <laughs> photos everything evidence I mean, if you like <laughs> no one's afraid of a little cheeky um through someone else's yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah he had all these crazy text messages that she'd been sending to friends bragging about the fact that she had bitten him like it was punched him fully in the face yeah punched him fully in the face like she told other people on the bachelor um that she'd done that and it's just kind of crazy that she was so proud of it correct me if i'm wrong i I saw it coming Oh. <laughs> what? what? Oh, not, not okay. Uh, not the biting and the punching or whatever, but uh, of course I would have warned him if I'd really been I'm not that psychic. But um, I don't know, just from watching the show, she was, that very first date, she was wasted. Every time, I mean, that, let's face yeah. it, the entire cast were wasted the, the whole they time. They just, just didn't seem like a, a match made in heaven at all. Oh, no, they did. I thought they were together. I thought they were such different people right from the outset. I just, no, I thought they were really sweet together. It was actually probably the, one of the nicest romances I've seen in reality TV in a long oh, time. You're cute, yes. aren't you, that you believe all these shows? <laughs> I'm, the, I'm determined to be the nice person today. I'm rising above it. You're not winning it. 
Um, but no idea. Like they, they were all really, you know, very drunken mm-hmm. and what have you. And I just thought, yeah, I just, I just thought she, um, it, yeah, it's going to end in tears. Anything that goes from, you know, a romance that speeds along the way it did, and then they had to be behind mm. closed doors. And and if she truly was, you know, the kind of drinker that he, well, said I, I find that she so was. many things about this story fascinating. One, one is that their main issue was, and the reason she attacked him was because he didn't have a job. Basically, the show finishes, and then they have to, to keep silent about it for five long months. And she apparently really wanted him to move up to the Gold Coast, where she was a nanny. She had a job. He didn't actually have a job when he went on the show because he'd just come off. Um, the Bachelorette with Sophie Monk so he just popped back onto another reality TV show so it made sense for him to move up there Um, so his reasoning was that he couldn't get a job because if he was seen working the Gold Coast people would put two and two together rada rada Obviously, um, he had so a lot she of had issues with him being a freeloader, essentially. Essentially, yeah. He said that he was doing a lot of uh, cooking and cleaning around the house. Yeah. And there's not a lot of sympathy for Sam on social media. No. You know, this is a guy who's been the victim of what sounds to be quite repeated and savage domestic violence incidents, be yeah. it punched, kicked, whatever. Yeah. Totally. For the, if it was a, a woman, if it's the other way around. If it, yeah, yeah, the shoe was on the other foot, we would be so outraged and yeah. social media would be exploding. He'd been shunned, for sure. Tara's um, first response to this story was to pose with a glass of wine whilst on a flight, which seems ironic <laughs> since he's claiming that she has... A drinking problem. Yeah, so... But it sounds like, can I say on the drinking thing, it just sounds like quite a serious... So he's talking about 20-hour binges and, yeah. you know, lasting for days and... Blacking out. And did you just say she was a nanny? Yeah, she's a nanny. <laughs> yeah, she's not, she's not, yeah. not looking good Lock for her future kids. career. He did say that she, um, she would be fine in the week and then it would be kind of hit the weekend and she was around all these people who would be like you know um tara's the fun party girl and kind of egg her on which you kind of see on the show like she came across as this sort of life and soul um person and everybody thinks she's hilarious so they were all encouraging her like let's get wasted but he was like they're not the ones that have to put her to bed when she's been sick on herself or blacked out or like she can't remember what she's saying that was the other thing she couldn't remember abusing him but then People, other people would have been witness to her kind of ripping into him. And what was the incident at the engagement party? There was some sort of so he left the engagement party and yeah. let her keep keep going on in, on the bender or whatever. And then he lost a cat. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> or some friend lost a cat. That's the part that doesn't it doesn't ring true to me. That you don't leave your engagement strange. But um, yeah, apparently so they had this. Stu Laundy, um, you might remember from Sophie Monk fame. I do you recall? Uh, he threw them this massive party because Sam and him were on the show together and they start drinking at like midday. By 9pm, Sam's had his fill, but Tara's just hitting her stride. So he, <laughs> he goes back to the hotel they're sharing, kind of waits around, is obviously pissed off because it's their engagement party. They should probably have gone home together. Um, anyway, randomly at about 3am, a friend... Um, messages him to say they've lost their cat so he nips out to uh, (laughs) rescue the cat and then Tara gets home in the meantime finds Sam's not there gets really angry so he like quickly pegs it back and then that's when he he kind of walks in and she punches him in the face twice. It's just so... I think the It's cat, so ridiculous. Outrageous. You just yeah. never hear these sort of allegations. And that's the thing, like, when he came to us with the story, we were just like, what the actual, like... Yeah. And then he backed but, it up with text messages and photographs of bruises yeah. and bite marks. But besides yeah. that... But and she... Yeah. She has told other people that we know... Yeah, yeah. that... <laughs> So it's true, and she's kind of proud of it, and she's sort of like, he drove me to it. He's so annoying that I 
bit him. It was at the point in which the cat went missing. I kind of yeah. I kind of thought. <laughs> I, do you not think that could have been a bit of a booty call, and that's what started been. the argument? Possibly. Possibly. If I lost my cat at 3 a.m., I'd probably just deal with it until the morning. Would <laughs> yeah. you not? Like? You wouldn't be calling your friend. It did, it did sound a bit bizarre. Look, the only other thing in defence of Tara, I would say, is these people are scrutinised all the time. So why haven't we seen more pap shots of her, you know, sprawled out in the gutter or vomiting? It wasn't hard to find. Cat? It wasn't hard to find oh, her right, looking they, wasted. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think. I think the interesting thing was as well that he was saying like um, he obviously maybe considered breaking off earlier, but because he got five months until the show um, finale aired, he felt kind of trapped. And I guess we've we've seen it before with Blake Garvey and um, Sam Frost, where he, he dumped her before the show had even really and finished. And back to his cabbage patch doll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, nothing surprises us anymore in the, uh, the world of reality TV. <laughs> And look, I suppose the thing I found uh, so fascinating about this story is we get offered a lot of stories, as you know, and we've been offered stories involving reality stars and allegations of violence before, but our lawyers will never let us run them. So the fact that they're both actually being so open about her violent behaviour, I find pretty extraordinary. Yeah, I think when you start bragging to your fr- friends about biting your boyfriend, and it, that's when the lawyers are going, okay, fair enough, show us the texts. And yeah, so we're pretty backed up on this in this one. We're fine to go ahead. That's a wrap on Tara and Sam for this week, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on the really shocking photos in the mag. Pick up a copy of Woman's Day on sale now and email us at womansday at bower-media.com.au. <laughs> Day uncensored. So, what you can have sex with me and be really affectionate and not give it a chance? Ah, Tracy. She's the gift that keeps on giving in 2018, isn't she? What's she gone and done now? Laura, do you actually want to kick us off again with this story? (laughs) Yes, this is um, another delight from Tracy. Nothing surprises her, us with her, but yeah, she basically um, headed off on the romantic holiday of her dreams with her ex-partner Patrick, who she'd recently reunited with, and in classic Tracy style, it started to slowly unravel. There was claims of $20,000 floating around, police calls, and now she's back in Australia in her mum's uh, bedroom, apparently. So, yeah, it's been a crazy week for Tracy. How did we get this story? Did she give it to us, give it to us herself? Yeah, well, obviously the news broke. I mean, Tracy's a walking headline, as Laura said, yeah. and so um, she was ranting, wasn't she, on Facebook or on, on mm. social media? And anyway... Um, as it happens, my phone um, rang with Max Markson on, yep. the other, on the other end of the line. You know, I've known him for years and, um, and he will often call me with people like Tracy. <laughs> do you want to hear her story, Fee? Yes, I do. So we, um, um, yeah, so we got in contact and she told us all about the mistreatment that she'd faced by um, this ex-boyfriend who she'd hooked up with and yeah. he'd given her $20,000, like Laura said, which was, I thought, quite kind of him and taken her on this overseas trip. Huge, trip. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's her issue? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, Patrick actually said, you know, that he was, you know, of the opinion that they were sort of going out and and mm. he said something around expectations <laughs> she wasn't oh meeting his expectations or something so there's two, uh, very, foul. there's two very different sides as we've even put in the mag it's a he says she says situation mm. what what do we think is actually going on here well with tracy you may or may not know um Kay, we've done a few stories with her where we've pointed out that she's less um than honest <laughs> <laughs> So we felt, you know, we had to go to Patrick as well and see Mm. exactly what went down. So she's claiming that um, they got into a series of arguments and and she felt compelled to call the police and give this statement with 
the hotel involved. But then when we spoke to Patrick, he said um, that was not the case, that she was accusing him of um, being violent. So mm. he wanted to call the police to kind of protect himself. So that, that's the weird part. I think I don't know if I'd ever call the police in anticipation of a crazy lady. Mm, yeah, you know I mean? it doesn't add up. It, well, I think neither of their stories add up. Yeah, but, but it's you know, like as you mentioned, Fee Tracy's now got Max Marks on her side, who's obviously a big time celebrity agent. Really, that's very kind. <laughs> <Is that, laughs> I'm all, I'm Max. You <laughs> love that. Just you know, and I just feel like there's never ending stories with Tracy. You know, yeah. could they have cooked this up together? Like, do we still even care about Tracy? Funnily enough, um, yeah, we do. I mm. mean, our readers really still do care. These guys were a massive part of their lives on TV for such a long period of time. And even though it was what six months since we've since we've six months almost since the the wrapping yeah. of the show, um, yeah, the readers still care very much about each one of these characters. Mm. You know, whether it's Tracy or Sarah and Tell and what's going on there. Whether Troy and Carly are still together. Answers yes. <laughs> Only just. Only just. <laughs> As we, yeah. What should we expect? How much more? How how low can we go? Well, no offense, Tracy. I mean, over the weekend we saw her. She she posted on Instagram this kind of cry for help, saying that the trolls had beaten her, and which obviously is is a big concern for us. But um, another source kind of told us that Tracy had jetted back into Perth, where she's from, um, yesterday, and she'd sent a series of texts out to friends saying how low she was and she was worried about herself um and then when one of them contacted tracy's mum the mum revealed that she was totally fine and she was just in um the bedroom mm. just locked herself in the room and so this is assuming this is the mum that has not this is not the one who's disowned her no so, right so she's got two mums mm. one was the birth mum and one was the adopted mum and it's yeah. the and it's the birth mum who's who's gone i can't deal with you mm. correct? yeah so she's walked away yeah, the birth mum, yeah, and this is the adopted mum, but yeah. But she certainly hasn't made any friends, Tracy. I mean, she's now, this was an ex-boyfriend, so first of all, they'd rekindled that relationship, and um, she's pretty well burnt every single one of those um, contestants from Married at First Sight. Is anyone still in contact with mm. her? Well, it seems like only Dean is, um, he still stands up for her, because um, her ex, Well, he's a Patrick man of God. And Sean, yeah, they both came out, um there's this Instagram uh, page that basically calls out everything that Tracy's done wrong. And There's Dean, not. There's an actual page dedicated to yeah. it. Yeah. And oh Dean came out in her defence this week just basically saying, like, you know, whatever she's done, what, whatever kind of person she is, she doesn't really deserve that. Um, so it's interesting that he was probably closest to her on the show and he's still on her side. They Do you think they get back together? I was going to say the exact I mean, same thing. They should get back together. Stranger they should, things have happened. They should bring her back on the show for another season. She oh, could. She would be great. She would be up for that. <laughs> she would be up. Actually, Fee, I know that you've been in talks with the Married at First Sight guys about the next season. Yes. Anything we can expect, including a start date and when we can clear the diary? First of all, start date, yep. uh, February. So when awesome. we're in the new season the, next year, they're starting to shoot now yeah yeah but what i found interesting was that the producers are hell-bent on on saying you know this is all about finding love and this is a, a show about you know trying to match these people i'm like i'm like they're still peddling that <laughs> it's not that romantic this show but it's pretty clear cut there's already dramas behind the scenes because sarah rose's um gay best friend harry is supposed to be on the show but they were also supposed to be bringing in a friend of Tells and apparently the friend of Tells was like there's no way I'm being matched with anyone related relating to Sarah Rosa because they've had this big fight and <laughs> have we had it 
a series where the stories have continued so long on no. after the finale. Absolutely this not. We normally wrap a couple of weeks after the show. We forget yeah, about them. We forget them. who they yeah. are. Yeah. And then even Married at First Sight previous cont- contestants, um, mm. these guys will bring them into the meeting and I'm like, who? Yeah. Which ones? And yeah. they're like, come on, they won. Or yeah. they were together. Or they, you know, I've got no idea who they well, are. Well, they're on the cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading today, there's actually just one couple that's made it through, I think, four seasons, and they're still together, Aaron and Bryce, but oh, everybody yeah, else them. Is, um, failed. Yeah. <laughs> and there's oh, a baby, there's it. a baby. We Didn't we do a baby? There was a baby, but then they split up. Oh, yeah. sad. Well, Laura, thank you for joining us and sharing all your intel on Married at First Sight. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Married at First Sight for another week. But shoot us an email at womansday at bower-media.com.au to share your thoughts on the show. For more goss on all your favourite local celebs, grab this week's Woman's Day on newsstands now. Woman's Day, uncensored. In 2018, Scott Camp, lovely chump, block challenge. Like no other. This is the Gatwick. It's less than a week into the block and I'm already hooked. I've already got my faves and my most annoying characters. What do you guys think about the new season? Bit boring. <laughs> I don't. I think it's a bit boring, but then again, it's all, it starts slow and you, and, you get, so well, need yeah, to get to know Every them. year you guys tease me about loving the block. and oh, I love the no, block. No, I haven't been able to get into it, but I'm, I'm going to do what we can in this business and watch some back back um, issues of it. Yeah. I think it's because basically all those married at first sight people sort of harp on about them but if you go you've just come off the back of watching something like that and you kind of look at these people and they're like oh there's normal set, people. They've set the bar. I like yeah, abnormal people. <laughs> I don't know. I loved MasterChef as well with no crazies. So I, I just love the block. I think that also there's a couple in there, Hayden and Sarah, who have a touch of the Ronnie and Georges and she's going to be the real um, crazy one to watch I think. This is the newlyweds. This is I don't know if the newlyweds. No, the newlyweds are the ones with the real the the villain, the bitchy girl. Yeah, her. yeah. Oh, you like? You yeah, like no, no, I like watching her. She frustrates the hell out of my partner, but she's got real. Um, she's got some fire. She was talking about her vision last night, wasn't she? Yes. Or her passion. Her passion. Yes. He has the skills. He's going to do all the work, but she's got the passion. And I thought, poor bastard. This is train wrecks. I, I love it. I like the self confessed as we said before, self confessed bogans. Yes. Um, they're and pretty cute. Yeah, actually, no, what am I talking about? I like him, but I hate her. Well, she's great. She, nah, she's she talks one, too much. The one that got lost in Melbourne, which is very, very easy to do. It's <laughs> set out as a grid, that entire city. That's all I'd say. And his trams <laughs> get in the way. And anyway, I feel like she's just like, she's a radio personality, I think. I think she, this is her big break into TV. I'm not into her. Oh, I'm very she's surprised about much. that. I think, they're very, I think they're very open about their boganism and their... Um, sex life. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> what is this about the sex life? We've got this in the mag this week. Well, What's apparently they've here? been driving the other contestants mad because they're they're. they're always at it <laughs> and including having sex in the ensuite which we clarified was the renovated, renovated uh, ensuite oh thank goodness <laughs> no, oh. gotta remember the gatwick hotel was pretty much the dodgiest venue in melbourne in fact we've got another story in the magazine about a murder that happened there um some years ago yes i saw the daily mail pick this one up how do we get onto this? This is amazing. They're not mentioning this in any of the promos. Uh, well, one of our reporters spoke to um, the daughter of the murdered man. Um, her name was Shannon Lezinski, uh, and she look she she had a, an estrangement with her father before he died. He was an alcoholic. He was living in the Gatwick Hotel along with prostitutes, junkies, alcoholics who were all given a helping hand there by 
uh, an organisation, uh, and she read about someone dying there, and when she looked into it, she found out it was her dad. Mm. And it's actually a really sad story, a really mm. sad story, and that is, um, they say, a very haunted building. Mm. Yeah, so, they've seen ghosts, haven't they? The, well, I, no, who's actually seen the ghosts? I mean, Shelley, she talks about how when you're renovating any old property like that, when the carpets come up, all sorts of things come up, and that mm. she felt really kind of, you know, funny about the building um, from the moment she stepped in there. But Maybe uh, she just heard Norm and Jess. Oh, yuck. Nice. <laughs> But like also, good on him, you know, making oh, the most yeah, out totally. of it. It's a pressure cooker world, that block, isn't it? You know, people come out of that She show says and- it's the only way to put him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and to shut him up, <laughs> quite frankly, is what she said. But you've got to remember, you've got cameramen bursting in on you at all hours. Um, you no know, doors. Fact, no, 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 no doors. No doors. No sound insulation, I think, has been pointed out by contestants in previous years. Uh, yeah, and you you know you've got all these people scheming against each other under the one roof. So, what are you uh, saying? So why not, Bob? <laughs> what else? I don't know really that, what I'm point? saying. I don't, I don't just, think there was a point. I'm just bonking, I'm sure they've bonked in, in previous seasons. So you've, you, honestly, when you that you kept in a cooped up in a room. Well, that well that would be the actual couples. Like I'm sure, say the brothers that competed didn't, etc. <laughs> yeah. um, or the best friend netballers. <laughs> <laughs> but do you guys um you think it'll be a good season this year? You think so? The talent for you, Fee, isn't quite. There yet at the moment. The bar's set too high because of all the other reality shows. They're a little bit. Um, I don't think I said this last week. They're they're not as hot as I thought that <laughs> they would be. Usually, usually they're usually kind of really, a glamour. A little usually bit of glamour. Usually we look to swimwear like shoots and things like that, which I don't. I haven't heard any talk of that this year. That's hilarious. Are you, you know serious? what? That's, actually, that's a bit mean of me because I've I've been concentrating on pap images, but when they do scrub up quite nicely, they do scrub up quite well. On <laughs> well, TV. there's some fit bodies, like you say, with the two netballers. We we know we're kind of not doing those swimsuits and those shoots anymore. Firstly, mm. it's the middle of winter in Melbourne; and they're just always freezing. Mm. Um, but I don't. Know, typically, it's I think people just really want to know the gossip rather than see these people in swimwear these yeah. days. It's just those it's kind like of the Miss Universe of, thing, hey? Well, no, no, more no. Swim, no more swimwear. Anyway, Isn't that anymore somewhere there? Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Really? Keep What's up, the point keep of up watching with you. it? Even, even, even the producer knows that. Like, come on. <laughs> so you'll both jump on board despite a slow start. I'm going to watch hopefully maybe 10 episodes this weekend. I know, a big task, but somebody's got to do it. Uh, and I'm hoping that way I'll, I'll, I'll be totally into it. It was a, I was dipping in and out of it this week, and I think you've got to commit to the block. Mm. Well, what with Dance Boss and Dance Boss. Oh, right. that, that was the most worst show. Oh, I love it. Love it. I think the block, um, for me, it's still got legs. For me, like I still look forward to it every season. Are you guys a bit fatigued because you've been working on it for so many years now? Oh, look, even if I missed every other episode during the week, I'd always watch the reveals on a Sunday night mm. because that's sort of what it's all about. But yeah, look, you do. You you want the fights, you want the tears, you want the bust-ups, you know, you, know, you want Old, what's his name? Keith going mental. Mm. I just like looking at the butler's pantry yes. and you know, all those, dreaming. I, yeah, yeah. Like all the TVs that come amazing, out of cupboards. Yeah. And, oh, I love it. Yeah, so it, to me, it's all about the the reveals as well. It's not yeah. about so much the the bitchy and what the bitching and I can't. But having said that, last year Ronnie and Georgia, I remember they were on the cover a few times because they were the um, she was the young second wife, I think, of of that guy's, and they, she was the firecracker. Okay, it's like they're, they're the only couple you know from the block. <laughs> you just have to so keep true. bringing them. 
come back in. Are you going to go back to Dee Dee and whatever her husband's name was? Dee and Darren. Dee and Darren. Oh, okay. You are a long, a massive long standing fan. Didn't they get two shots? The Jollies. Yeah, because they made no money on the first season, so they brought them back the next one. I remember Dee was very outspoken. She called Shana oh. a bogan from somewhere. Oh, yeah. That, was, was, a, that was a good shit fan. Yeah. That's what we need more this season, maybe then. Get the judges at each other. Oh, I love it when the judges go at each other. When Shana starts to rip into Darren, it's my favourite. Yes. Big and they're getting, they, you can just look. Darren was all about the beds, the children's beds being so close to the window yeah. last night. I was like, if I heard that again, honestly, it's like, I know you're trying to prove your point, but they do try and outdo each other in the, in the judge mistakes. And it's like, yes, we know you're all very, very clever at what you do. I love it. Just absolutely tip for tail. All right, I'm giving it a second chance. Are you? Mm, mm. Good. Okay, get in there. Faye, get in there as well. We're going to be we probably cover stars coming out of this <laughs> in coming weeks. I hope so. That's it for Woman's Day Uncensored this week, but sign up for more from us via your favourite podcast player. For all the latest photos and gossips of the week, pick up Woman's Day on sale now. Fee and Koshi, thank you. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> and thank you, KL. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, always. Woman's Day Uncensored.